invest in professional development for your entire organization, boost its potential, and see it grow. Choose Docebo, the world's most powerful platform for corporate learning. Learn more at docebo.com. Guinea, Mali, Burkina Faso, Chad, Gabon, and Niger, Central Africa has seen a series of violent coups in the last year and a half. Foreign interests have caused the destruction of entire ecosystems and appended the life of whole populations. The profits are enjoyed elsewhere, but the pain, as always, remains in Africa. Africa sees violence over and over again with the goal of extracting wealth and with the support, if not complete approval, of the so-called civilized countries. In two previous episodes of Black Box, La Guerra di Dati, The War of Data, and Il Turco Meccanico, The Mechanical Turk, we talked about how, in our hyper-technological times, value is extracted more and more from the bodies and minds of humans. The great data minds are our very own actions, our behavior, our thoughts, our hopes and desires. All this generates great profit and forms new opinions. But we should never forget that, for every space trip and every quantum computer, our development model requires raw materials. In this series, we already discussed lithium, which is required for batteries, and silicon for computer chips, as well as water and gold. These are the materials that keep the planet spinning. These resources are what our dreams are made of, and they keep industrial production alive. But there's another precious mineral for electronics and computers, Colton. The word comes from the abbreviation for columbite and tantalite. From Colton, the elements of niobium and tantalum are extracted, which are necessary for our modern smartphones This brings us back to Africa, because here is where Colton mostly comes from, from Africa. There's another map, besides that of the coups that have riddled the African continent in the last year and a half. It's the map of Africa's raw materials. And these two maps, that of the coups and that of the resources, are practically identical. All these wars and tragic events can be tracked back to the sites of Colton extraction. As the Argentinian author Jorge Liz Borges said, a map isn't a territory. If we look at the map of brutality in Africa, it's unfortunately our own. It's that of Europe, of the USA, of Russia, and of China. It's the map of value at any cost. It's the map of pain. I am Guido Brera, and you're listening to Black Box, the hidden side of finance, a podcast by Cora Media, sponsored by Docebo. This is Africa. As we travel up the Congo River, 
Just like the character of Marlowe in Joseph Conrad's celebrated novel, Heart of Darkness, we'll soon see that this darkness comes from much further away from geopolitical and financial interests. The real heart of darkness, the real heart of oppression comes from elsewhere. It comes from New York, Beijing, London, Seoul, Paris, and Moscow. Let's look at the stops Conrad makes on his travel, and let's look at the photographs of the Colton Mines. What we call today the Democratic Republic of Congo accounts for 80% of this mineral on a global scale. When we look at these pictures, we can see children collapsing from the grueling work, bodies covered in toxic powder, small hands digging into the earth, searching for the necessary mineral to make smartphones, just like the one you're using now to listen to this podcast. At the start of the previous century, the Democratic Republic of Congo was called Belgian Congo, an actual colony recognized by the League of Nations, belonging to King Leopold of Belgium, and the scene of tremendous atrocities. The actual genocide, which took place here, was only recognized many years later, but it claimed the life of more than 10 million Congolese men, women, and children. Let's just consider that Belgian colonialists were known to chop off the hands of workers, as well as their children, as punishment for low yields. The hands, those same hands used today to dig through the mines and extract Colton, were being used yesterday to collect ivory and rubber, which at the time were extremely precious for international trade. Africa itself was excluded from this same trade, of course, because wealth always travels in the opposite direction into different hands, clean hands. A report from Médecins Sans Frontières on child labor in the Colton mines of the Democratic Republic of Congo speaks of actual modern slavery. Children dying due to hunger or exhaustion, as well as the terrible illnesses of those that survive. Yesterday it was ivory and rubber. Today it's columbite tantalite, Colton, from which niobium and tantalum are extracted. Of the two, tantalum is the most precious, as it's used for capacitors in cell phones and electronic devices. Niobium, on the other hand, is used in alloys for the energy and aerospace sectors. This is happening today, in our modern technological age, an age in which we dream of space travel and quantum computers, as well as an age in which technological advancement is bringing forth doubts and questions. A time in which our smartphones seem to be monitoring us and listening into us. Certainly, they're stealing our data. Let's go back to Joseph Conrad and his heart of darkness. Perhaps today, we would talk about the heart of our electronic devices, a heart made of Colton, produced by the suffering that humans inflict on one another as well as that which we inflict upon the planet to extract and accumulate wealth. Unlike the pain, this wealth leaves Africa behind and travels far away. Notice how the French or Chinese governments seem worried every time there's a new coup in the African continent. Pay attention to the nervous words of the American Secretary of State or an Arabian Sheikh or a Russian diplomat. This is Africa, 
still affected by wars, famines, and coups, all for riches that are processed, produced, and consumed elsewhere. Just look at a map of Africa and you'll notice how the internal borders are drawn in straight, artificial geometric shapes. No regard for the history and culture of the people who have always lived there. Lines drawn either with a ruler or with a pair of compasses, almost at random, for the most part as a result of the Berlin Conference, which split up the continent 150 years ago for the Western colonial powers. But like Corkelis Borges said, a map isn't a territory. There's chaos hidden under those perfect lines. The powers behind the colonial conflicts cross paths with one another. They mingle and switch places. In this case, unlike using drawing instruments to make straight borders, there's nothing rational about it. And it's not just the interests of countries such as the USA, Europe, Russia, China, Korea, and Japan. The tech giants are exploiting Africa as well. Multinational companies, by their very definition, overstep state boundaries. Some of these big tech companies are the same whose names appear on our everyday devices and on our home appliances. Others are less well-known. These are the industries that take care of collecting, moving, stocking, and producing components. All of these operations are made possible only by extracting rare minerals. These are companies that pull in billions of dollars, often selling to the highest bidder, regardless of state affiliation. It's not uncommon here to find heads of government, dictators, generals, and mercenaries of shifting allegiance, sometimes on one side, sometimes on the other. The giant web of global tech logistics doesn't judge, and in the case of conflict, it asks no questions. Tantalum is everywhere, scattered in the billions of capacitors that give life to the batteries in our phones. Colton is essential to all economies, except for those of the country that produces 80% of it, meaning the economy of Africa itself which remains one of the poorest on the planet. Colton is another material produced by a beating heart of darkness, a heart of war and exploitation. As the Argentinian author Jorge Luis Borges said, a map isn't a territory. And if we look at the map of brutality in Africa, it's unfortunately our own. It's the map of value at any cost, human or environmental. It's the map of pain. Black Box is a Cora News podcast produced by Cora Media and sponsored by Docebo. Written by Guido Brera with I Diavoli. Editorial supervision by Francesca Milano. Intro and sound design by Luca Micheli. Editing and post-production by Luca Micheli and Emanuele Muscatelli. Production organization by Alex Peverengo.